To this week's episode of Everything Under the Sun, a weekly podcast answering all the most pressing questions children around the world have about life on Earth. I hope you had a lovely week. This week I had a fun time doing a talk at the Green School where my children are at school in Bali. Grade 4 are making a series of podcast episodes about the ocean, so I went to chat to them about everything under the sun and all of your questions and how I make an episode. The school is all made of bamboo with no walls. It has its own cow for recycling food, piggies to eat rubbish and look funny, bunnies because they're sweet, and a big lush river running through it called the Iron River. Plenty of the school is run by solar. And so much of the focus is on sustainability, which means living in a way that doesn't use up so many of our precious resources here on Earth and looking after our beautiful planet and each other. I thought it would be good to do an episode about the environment, so here we go. Let's begin with our first question. Very interesting one from Winter. Over to you, Winter. Hi, my name is Winter and I am six years old. I live in New Hampshire, United States of America. I am wondering what happens to garbage that is not recycled. Hi Winter, great to hear from you. That's such an interesting question. Now every day we throw away rubbish, whether it's a wrapper from your ice cream, a piece of paper you don't need anymore, some food in a plastic box, like a yogurt even. Sometimes we have to throw away bigger things like an old mattress, which hopefully we can recycle, or a broken toy, you can also give that to a friend. But sometimes people just put things in the garbage and don't recycle it. Well, what happens to all of that stuff? I've asked James Piper to help me out. He's an expert on recycling and rubbish and has written a book called The Rubbish Book, A Complete Guide to Recycling. So he's definitely the right person to answer this question. Take it away, James. Hello, Winter. That is such a great question. Thank you for asking it. We're always talking about recycling, but not often what happens to the rest of our rubbish. The reason this is really important is in America, where you're from, 62% of waste actually doesn't get recycled. And for plastic, that's as high as 91% not being recycled. So where does all this rubbish go? Well, there's two routes for our rubbish that doesn't get recycled. The first one is energy from waste. And the second one is landfill. Energy from waste is the burning of waste. So companies take it in and they bring it into a big building and they basically set fire to it. And that creates steam. And that steam is then captured and used to power turbines. And those turbines create electricity that we use to power our homes and heat. And this is a really good way of dealing with waste that can't be recycled. But it's definitely not as good as recycling. And then if things don't go to energy from waste, they may end up in a landfill. And the best way to think of a landfill is it's like a giant swimming pool. So they use a bit of plastic to line the ground and that stops the waste getting into the environment and then they'll fill it with rubbish and use big machines to compact it down and squeeze all that rubbish together. When the waste is breaking down, it will release gases and they capture these gases and again use them to create energy. So both methods that aren't recycling are used to create electricity and heat where possible. 
But recycling is definitely better, and so it's important that we make sure our, our waste is recycled. And so when you're putting your rubbish out into the bin, make sure you're separating it and keeping it as clean as possible, and that'll give it the best chance to be recycled. Thanks again for such a brilliant question, and I really hope I've answered it for you. Thanks so much for that great answer, James. It's so good to know our rubbish can be used to create electricity and heat, which can be sent back to people's homes. We really need, as a planet, to get better at coming up with more and more solutions to all the rubbish we horrible humans create, and also to stop making so much waste and using so much stuff. Where I live in Bali, the school my children are at, the green school, they're always thinking of ways to live more peacefully with nature and make less rubbish. The food, even for the parents, is served on banana leaves and I eat sushi from the local restaurant that you can get as takeaway in beautiful boxes made of woven coconut leaves pinned together with tiny sticks. And even the rice in our sushi, I know where it's grown. It's grown on a rice paddy where I spent six months going every Tuesday to grow the rice. I planted it as a little tiny seed, watched it grow, and then I harvested it with my kids and all my friends. It was so much fun. I should do an episode about rice. Anyway, imagining a giant swimming pool filled with rubbish is pretty scary, isn't it? It's awful. It's super important we recycle as much as we can so less rubbish takes up space in these horrible landfills and to think about what we use and buy really carefully. Do we really need to buy the thing we're about to buy? And is it recyclable? We can share stuff more, give things away and get creative. This saves our Earth's resources and stops so much going into landfill. Because rubbish in landfill makes a horrible mess and releases gases which pollute the air. They also take up space which animals need for their habitats. And yeah, so we have to recycle and use less. I'm sure you all do that already. It's probably us grown-ups who really need to get our acts together. I hope that answers your question, Winter. Thanks so much for sending it in and thank you, James, for your expert answer. Now that we've got thinking about recycling, let's move on to another question that's kind of related. This one comes from Christopher. Over to Christopher. Hello, my name is Christopher. I'm seven years old and I live on planet Earth. I like swimming. My question is, why does pollution cause climate change? Hi Christopher, it's great to hear you love swimming and that you're a resident on planet Earth. Me too. In fact, we all are, which is why it's so important we take care of this beautiful planet, the only one we've got, so we can keep doing magical things like swimming in our beautiful oceans and rivers and walking in our forests. And all of the creatures that live here too can keep their homes and lives too, just like us. You're so right, Christopher. Pollution does cause climate change. Climate change means the way the weather and temperature change on our planet as time goes on. At the moment, our planet is heating up, and we call that global warming. But why does pollution cause climate change or global warming? Well, first, I think we need to talk about pollution. It's anything toxic and harmful that gets released into the environment. The ocean can be polluted by toxic chemicals or oil, which are harmful for sea life, Human rubbish releases harmful chemicals and gases in landfills as it breaks down. There's really a lot of pollution caused by burning fuel to make energy. When we humans drive a car or operate a factory, turn on lights, go on a plane, all the things we do, even use our phones, they need energy. They often get this energy from burning up fuels like coal, oil or gas, called fossil fuels. They're called that because they're extracted from fossils deep in the ground. When you burn them, the energy from the sun that has been trapped in them for thousands of years creates energy, 
which we use to do all the human things we do, like turning on our TVs, flying a helicopter, or turning on our phone. The trouble is, when these fuels are burnt up to release energy, they give out bad gases which pollute the atmosphere, the layer of air surrounding the Earth. These gases are called greenhouse gases. They've got this name because of the effect they have on the Earth's atmosphere. Imagine we're inside a giant greenhouse with the sun shining down. These gases help trap heat in the greenhouse like a thick blanket so heat can't escape. The greenhouse effect isn't all bad. Some gases like carbon dioxide are released naturally by the ocean and the Earth. And without the greenhouse effect, it would be too cold on Earth for life to exist. But it's just tipping way too far the wrong way, and it's getting too hot. Now humans are producing so many gases by burning so much fuel. Yeah, the greenhouse effect is extreme. The blanket has got really thick, and the atmosphere is heating up more than it should, which is dangerous if it keeps on going like the rate it's going. Other things affect climate change too. Deforestation is a huge issue. Human beings cut down forests, and this is really bad for the atmosphere because, as we know, trees are incredible. They absorb carbon dioxide, which is a greenhouse gas, and they give us oxygen, which we need to breathe. And they're home to insects, birds, and all kinds of beautiful animals. <laughs> trees have the power to help cool down the planet, so we have to stop cutting them down at the rate they're being chopped down. There are loads of things we can do to help recycle, plot trees, waste less, buy less, turn off electricity. Each one of us can help. But really, we need the big thinkers, scientists, governments, and people in power all over the world to change their mindset, to realize that we all have to work together as a globe to help our planet. Kids all over the world have been protesting and saying that they want change. So it's up to the people who are currently in power to make those changes so that the kids can have a beautiful earth to live on, like the grown-ups have had. Imagine if everyone was rewarded for helping the Earth rather than making money for themselves. That would be the best step forward. We have some great ideas like solar power and wind turbines. These are clean ways of making energy. Recycling is good, but we do need some big drastic action. This is a huge topic and such a good question to get us started, Christopher. I hope that answers your question. There's so much more to learn and so much more to be done. And now for our third question, which is from Miriam. Over to you, Miriam. Hi, my name is Miriam and I'm from Horton Park. My, a- my age is 10 and I would like to ask a question that is, it, what part of the world is most affected by global warming? I hope you can answer this question, Molly. Thank you. Hi, Miriam. That's a great question. Thank you for sending it. To be honest, all of the world is affected by global warming as we're all sharing the same planet, which is floating in space. There's nowhere else to go. Whatever happens in one part of the Earth affects the rest of the world. So this is the planet we've got and we need to take care of it. It's difficult to single out separate countries. I looked at a website about refugees and it says that countries like Somalia, Ethiopia, South Sudan and Yemen are facing drought and lack of food, and countries like Afghanistan, Pakistan, Bangladesh are seeing serious floods. Even highly rich countries have problems as well though. The west coast of the United States and eastern Australia have seen a big increase in wildfires. Everywhere on Earth is affected by global warming, so we have to work as a planet together, a global community, to help the climate. The way that it affects different places varies, but we are linked together. In the coldest parts of the planet at the North and South Poles, global warming is causing ice to melt. This is disrupting the habitats of polar bears, penguins, seals and other creatures. The melting ice at the North and South Pole means more water is flooding back into the sea. 
so sea levels are rising. And this affects places all over the world, especially coastal places and islands. The Maldives are a group of beautiful islands in South Asia, which would be seriously affected by rising sea levels. The Maldives are in the middle of the Indian Ocean. There are around 1,200 tiny islands that make up the Maldives, the smallest country in Asia. The Maldives, with their white sandy beaches and clear crystal seas, are the lowest country in the world. They have no cliffs and no mountains. Mold's Maldivian islands sit only 1.5 metres above sea level, which is less than the height of your average human. If the sea level rises more, it will flood the islands and they could sink under the waves. It would be so awful to lose such a magical part of the world. And the coral around the Maldives is insanely beautiful, but it's affected by global warming too. If the coral gets too hot, then it dies, which is called coral bleaching. So our oceans are in danger from climate change too. So speaking up loud and clear about the ways we can look after our planet is the best thing we can do for the earth. Children have a powerful voice. Greta Thunberg is a famous leader in the fight to stop global warming and she gave her first speech at an international climate meeting when she was only 16. So do use your voices, everyone. Back in the Maldives, people have been coming up with clever ways to protect the Maldives from flooding. They've built a huge sea wall around Male, the capital city, and there are plans to build floating homes and floating cities. The president held the first underwater government meeting to raise awareness around the world about the Maldives. The more people know about global warming and the effects, the more chance human beings have of slowing down global warming. So come on, grown-ups, get it together. I hope that answers your question, Miriam, and thanks so much for sending it in. Right, that's all we've got time for this week. I hope everyone has a lovely week. A huge thank you to James for your wonderful answer to what happens to garbage or rubbish that is not recycled. And a thank you to Winter, Christopher and Miriam for your brilliant questions. If you have a question you would like answered on the show, do send it in to molly at everythingunderthesun.co.uk. Check out my website, mollyofville.com. And if you don't have one already, get yourself a copy of Everything Under the Sun. It has a curious question and answer for every day of the year and lots of beautiful drawings. Get it online or ask for it at your local bookshop. I'll be back next week answering more curious questions from children around the world in another episode of Everything Under the Sun. Thank you and goodbye! I'm James Stewart, and in Saving Planet Earth, I'm going to be joined by some of the world's top scientists to introduce you to some of the weird and wonderful ideas being trialled to try and save our planet. Led, of course, by your questions. Hi, James. I know that climate change is affecting our oceans. Is there anything that's being done to look after it? And one of the solutions involves dolphin poo. <laughs> this is Saving Planet Earth, available wherever you get your podcasts.